Sport. Athletics. Scott named on Ireland squad for a new competition. Carlos Molly Scott has been named on Ireland's squad for a new competition. Dynamic New Athletics, or DNA, is an innovative team-based competition concept for athletes created by European Athletics to complement the classic athletics format, which will be held at the Emirates Stadium in Glasgow on the 5th of February 2022. Team Ireland will be taking on teams from Scotland, England, Wales, Spain and Turkey across 11 track and fields to gather points to decide their position going into the decider event, the hunt. The St Lawrence O'Toole clubwoman is coached by her mother Deirdre. At the 2021 European Athletics Indoor Championships in Poland, Molly placed 7th after winning gold earlier in the year at the Irish Life Health Elite Athlete Indoor Micromeet, both races clocking in at 7.37, just outside her personal best time for this event, which is 7.32. She competed and put in a strong performance at the European Athletics Under-23 Championships 100m and 4 by 100 meters relay. St. Abbans Ruby Millet, coached by Michael and Owen Kelly, is also included. The long jumper who set the under-20 national indoor record of 6.20 in 2019 is back indoors after her outdoor season in 2021. Last seen indoors in 2020, she was spotted on the podium a number of times from the Irish Under-20 Under-23 Indoor Championships, where she won silver, to winning gold at the Irish Indoor University Championships. 2021 was all outdoors for the long jumper, where she had a strong performance at home winning gold at the AAI Games in Morton Stadium, before heading to the European Under-23 Athletics Championships, where she finished 12th in the final. The rest of the squad is made up by Israel Olatunde from UCDAC, coached by Daniel Kilgallen, Kate Doherty from DSDAC, coached by Daniel Kilgallen, Gerard O'Donnell from Carrick on Shannon AC, coached by Jeremy Lyons and Aideen Sinnott, Louise Shanahan from Lee Vale AC, coached by Phil O'Dell, Kieran Connolly from Lechela AC, coached by Lisa Dixon. James Kelly from Finn Valley AC, coached by John Kelly Sr. Catherine McManus from Dublin City Harriers AC, coached by Brian McManus. Rachel McCann from North Down AC, coached by Michael Roberts. Killeen Green from Galway City Harriers AC, coached by Jeremy Lyons and Gerard O'Donnell. Robert MacDonnell from Galway City Harriers AC, coached by Brendan Glynn. Alana Lally from UCDAC, coached by James Nolan. Jack Raftery from Donore Harriers AC, coached by Jeremy Lyons and Gerard O'Donnell and Aideen Sinnott. Roisin Harrison from Emerald AC, coached by Owen McNamara. Aina Madden from Carrick-on-Shannon AC, coached by Jeremy Lyons and Gerard O'Donnell. Sarah McCarthy from Mid-Sutton AC, coached by Sandra Daly. Mark Smith from Rahini Shamrocks AC, coached by Kay Bannon. Intermediate and Masters Cross-Country Championships Carlo Ladies Shine in Leinster Cross-Country There was a very exciting day of cross-country athletics at the Leinster Cross-Country Championships held at Cow Park, Dunboyne. On a flat but challenging course, 
six athletes from Carlow represented the county over this four-kilometre distance in a strong field of 96 female athletes from all over the province. The first to the starting line was the female Masters team from St Lawrence O'Toole. This is the first time in decades the county has fielded a Master team in this event and they did not disappoint. On the line, a minute's silence was held in solidarity for Ashling Murphy, a fellow female runner whose death touched the lives of all the athletic community. The race quickly got off to a fast start with Kate Purcell from Rahini Shamrocks AC, women's age 35 category, taking the lead and extending it over the course to win in an impressive time of 14.28. Bronwyn MacDonald, Carlow County Silver cross-country champion, was the first Carlow athlete over the line. Running a steady race with a fast 400 metre finish, she gained three places for the team, crossing the line in seventh place in the women's 35 age category. Only 10 seconds behind, the 800 metre specialist Maria Dunn showed her speed with a fantastic fast finish, gaining more places and finishing sixth in the women's 40 age category. Credit must go to the county's third runner on her maiden Leinster race. Melissa Broderick ran a solid race in 16.04 to take eighth in the women's 35 age category. The final athlete, an inspiration to her teammates Breed Long, showed her grit around the gruelling course to finish in seventh place in the women's 50 category. Overall, the team were awarded with a fifth place finish an encouraging performance given the talent and superior standard of competition across Leinster. The St Lawrence O'Toole female athletes were not finished, however, with two more athletes prepared to take on the intermediate race for their county. The four-kilometre course, now well and truly trashed, saw Leah Lawler and Aoife May, both competing in their first Leinster cross-country championship, putting on a brave and strong performance. From the gun, the pace was fast. Dublin City Harriers athlete Edel Monaghan took the lead early on. In a very strong race, she finished in a time of 14.23. Leah Lawler had to work hard around the precarious hairpin turns and dig deep to finish in a steady time of 16.44, giving her a 35th position in the 56-strong field. Not far behind, Aoife May showed her determination by holding her position and crossing the line in a time of 17.19. Supported by club coach James O'Rourke and their families and friends, the female athletes showed bravery, toughness and grit to represent club and county. Basketball. Missquote.ie Super League. IT Carlo still battling away against top-class opposition. Article by Kieran Murphy. The score, Kilester 83, IT Carlo 58. There wouldn't be too many elite sporting events in Carlo, but almost every second weekend, IT Carlo host some of the very best basketballers in the country. On Sunday, it was the turn of Kilester WSL to come to the Barrowside venue on the Kilkenny Road. In the top four and not yet out of contention for Super League honours, the famous Dublin club were in superb form when seeing off the challenge of the home side with a bit to spare. Yet, the gap in the scoreline doesn't tell the full story. For a number of reasons, the home side could only call on eight players at the weekend. Their Dublin visitors were at full strength against the side who have lost their last four games. 
Coach Martin Conroy says the team is fighting above their weight, while the experienced Holly Dunn expresses similar sentiments. We struggle for numbers, which is difficult. We have the legs in the first half, then we get to the second half and it is trying to find that second wind in every one of us, she says. At the end of the first quarter, the visitors had built up a 22-14 advantage. Out of that total, the American, Myra Taylor, was on 11 points, which also included a three-pointer. She would go on and register a total 26 points by the end of the game. It wasn't just her scoring which marked her out as the most valuable player, but her distribution and energy was vital to the Killester momentum. Carlo also used their overseas players to good effect, with Marie Alisa Velez ending up with a total of 26 points and Lauren Laplante on 14. All in all, we are coming together as a team with each game. This is the first year we are together as a team. Only two of us have been here together before, and that is myself and Megan Dunn, my sister. Marie Elisa, our American, this is her third season here now. We are starting to gel, and that makes a difference, said Holly. The two Americans were super together and had great shots. It is difficult to find them because the opposing team tends to stick to our Americans because they are our scorers. It depends how we read that and how we play it. It is up to us to get them free. Calester were irresistible as the game went on. By half-time they were 42-27 to 27 ahead, and by the end of the third quarter, the eventual winners were 63-43 to 43 in front. Two more three-pointers by Taylor in the final quarter ensured there would be no miracle comeback by the home side. Despite the deficit at the end, Dunn was still upbeat. We did have a nice break over Christmas, which was good. You could see the freshness. It is difficult to come out and play 40 minutes in every single game. You could see we had it in us after the break, and it made a huge difference, she said. The teams. IT Carlo. Mary Hullgrain. Shannon Whelan, 2 points. Holly Dunn, 5 points. Megan Dunn, 4 points. Mia Ryan. Nessa Maguire. Ava Coogan, 5 points. Lucy Coogan. Maria Elisa Velez, 28 points. Lauren Laplante, 14 points. Kilester, Michelle Clark, 15 points. Bree Shelley, 6 points. Rebecca Nagel. Lauren Devitt, 6 points. Shannon Powell, 16 points. Kate Kelly, 2 points. Ali Connolly, 2 points. Ella McCluskey, 2 points. Robin Malone, 8 points. Myra Taylor, 26 points. Carlo Soccer, Premier League. Honours even in mid-table clash as sides lose ground in title race. Article by Harry Shorthose. The score, Collection 2, Hanover Harps 2. With both sides going into the game with their title ambitions hanging by a thread, there was a lot of pressure to get the win, but a draw saw both sides lose ground in the title race and all but end any slim hopes of winning the title this season. And in all fairness, a draw was probably the fairest result although Kileshen will feel like they should have won it. In ways, it was a poor game with both defences looking shaky. Before the game, a minute's silence was impeccably observed by both sides in memory of Ashling Murphy. Kileshen went close to scoring after just three minutes, as a Liam Seary ball was played over the top for Kieran Hennessy, who headed towards goal only for Stephen Scanlon to jump up to collect it. 
Four minutes later, Kaleshin were on the lookout as an Owen Byrne corner from the left threatened, but the Kaleshin defence dealt with it easily and cleared. Fifteen minutes in, a Hennessy cross from the left flashed across the goal as nobody could get on to the end of it, and Scanlon collected. Kaleshin were pushing, and their commitment paid off a minute later when Hennessy broke down the left-hand side and shot into the far bottom corner, past the outstretched Scanlon, who should have done more to stop it. They weren't done there, though, as a minute later Hennessy broke with the ball, but Johnny Waters got back in time to put pressure on the ball and clear. With 20 minutes gone, Brian Lawler had a chance to double Kaleshin's advantage, but he couldn't control the ball. Four minutes later, Hanover broke with Martin Bambrick on the ball. He shot towards goal, but Isaac Talent couldn't quite get the control on his save, and the ball trickled into the far bottom corner. With ten minutes to go until the break, a Julian Strain corner from the right found the head of Michal O'Rourke, who headed across the face of goal. Hennessy tried to play it back in from the right, but Scanlon jumped high to collect. Two minutes later, Hennessy found his effort from the right saved. With seven minutes to go until the break, Colin Campion made it 2-1 with an effort from the right that trickled into the net, beating talent. Campion attempted a bicycle kick just before half-time, but ended up putting it wide. The second half kicked off with Kaleshin pushing hard for a leveller. They stepped up the intensity tenfold. It almost paid off within a minute as Hennessy found himself in space, but he shot straight at Scanlon in the Hanover goal. Nine minutes later, Strain found himself in space, just inside the box, and a wonder strike saw him launch the ball to the top right-hand corner of the net to equalise. It was game on. With 17 minutes to go, a throw-in found the head of Dragos Mamaliga, whose header was saved by Scanlon. A minute later, Mamaliga had the best chance of the game when his free looked set for the top right corner, only for Scanlon to save well. He put another free from a similar position wide just a few minutes later. With 11 minutes to go, a strain corner from the right was cleared. Three minutes later, Byrne crossed in from the right, but nobody was able to get on to the end of it for what could have been a certain goal. With five minutes to go, a Mamaliga ball played in over the top of O'Rourke, but it was cleared by the Hanover defence. With three minutes to go, Alan Shaw's free was cleared. In the final minute, a Mamaliga free looked destined for the bottom left-hand corner, but a good save from Scanlon kept it out, as the game was destined to end in a draw. And the teams, Kaleshin, Isaac Talent, Liam Seary, John O'Shea, Brian Lawler, Jake Hockney, Ian Brennan, Aaron Donnelly, Michal O'Rourke, Julian Strain, Kieran Hennessy, Dragos Mamaliga. Subs, Paul Foley, Kieran Townsend, Aaron Dorgan, Sean Fitzpatrick, Pierce Brigazzi, Adam Brennan. Hanover, Stephen Scanlon, Aaron Kinsella, Stephen Charlton, Harry Lloyd, Jonathan Waters, Phil Neenan, Porrick Coughlin, Jack Murphy, Martin Bambrick, Colin Campion, Owen Byrne, the subs, Adam McCarran, Yarno Fisher, Kevin Power, Mikey Horahan, Alan Shaw, Jason Murphy, Brandon Kelly. Carlo Soccer scores roundup. Carlo Soccer, Premier League, Kaleshin 2, Hanover Harps 2, Kilry Celtic 0, New Oak Boys 3, Parkville United 5, 
Ballymurphy Celtic nil, Cretiard United 10, Dolman Celtic nil. Tully's Travel Division 1, St Pat's Boys B 2, Ardatton Athletic nil, Parkville United B 1, Mill Celtic 3, Castle Rangers nil, Vale Wanderers 5, Bagnallstown AFC 2, Cretiard United B 1. Carlo Soccer JF Sports Under 17 League, Collection 3, Hanover 0, St Anne's 0, Ballymurphy 0, Parkville 1, St Joseph's 7. Carlo Soccer JF Sports Under 19 League, Hanover 3, St Patrick's Boys 1, Dolman 0, Collection 2, Bagnallstown 0, Ballymurphy 4. Carlo Soccer Division 2, Burns Celtic 1, Balting Glass Town 1. Vale Wanderers B2, Nurney Villa 3, Fort Barrington FC 1, St Joseph's 4, Hanover Harps B4, Slaney Rovers B3. Carlo Soccer Coffee Lady Women's League, New Park 2, Dean Celtic 1, Kilry Celtic 0, Mill Celtic 8, Cretiard United 9, Vale Wanderers 1.